Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Lieber. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, and if you could be privy to some of the off-camera conversations that we have, it would not be for the faint-hearted, James, but I'm guessing you're a little more amped up now than you were 30 <laughs> seconds ago. We got in a fight one second before we hit record. <laughs> okay. That's one way to end a fight, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Wrong and Wronger. You've tuned into the podcast where we debate about topics that no one cares about, but everyone cares deeply about. I am Steve. I almost didn't make it today, Olivas, and he is James for better or for worse. He never leaves Breakwell. And James, how are you today? I'm concerned. You're concerned. Well, now I'm concerned that you're concerned. So I'm going to go ahead and defer to you. Why don't you tell me why you're concerned? Oh, sharing inside jokes is good pod, man. It's a very good pod. <laughs> Couple things. We're going to have a great topic today as usual. James, why don't you at least introduce the topic? Can you pick yourself off the floor, I... scrape up enough energy to at least burp it out? Yes, I think I can manage. Our topic today is what's the best way to shave, an electric razor versus a, you know, a metal-bladed razor. Ooh. And that cuts across genders, too, because women shave just like men do and use both electric or the handheld, uh, what do you call it, uh, like the triple razor or double razor or whatever shit yeah, has nowadays. Yeah, razors lined up. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's serious stuff these days. So, yeah, so this should be relevant to everybody. Uh, you know, pretty much all higher primates shave. So, yeah, this is going to be an important topic. But why, that doesn't break, that doesn't answer the question of why you're concerned. Why I'm concerned about what? You just said a second ago that you were concerned. <laughs> oh, I, it's, it's about tough. the topic or it's, about you? I don't know. I thought you were leading into something. This is this is why it's hard to have a podcast when your co-host is elderly. Like if we played this, this would have like the early warning signs of dementia. What are you talking about? You're just asking for a segue. So apparently he's concerned about nothing. There was no deeper issue there. And we're just going to move on to the compliment. If I can muster up anything nice to say about this guy as he falls apart with the camera rolling. So my nice thing to say about you, as we always say, and not because I want to, but because the rules require us to say one nice thing before we get started. I would like yeah. to compliment you for finally loosening up a hair and being exactly one minute late to record this podcast. We've recorded what, 57 <laughs> or 58 episodes now. And every time where he has to call me, he calls to the second on time to the second. Today, he got stuck in traffic in a thunderstorm because apparently the state of Tennessee can't drive when it rains. Um, I've never heard of that before, shutting down a road for rain, but apparently they do it there. So he rushed in after being stuck in standstill traffic, ran to his phone, called me one minute late on the clock. I will never let him live it down. So congratulations to you for breaking your streak and being a regular person again. And once again, your compliment, it stings worse than most people's insults. So I will absorb that in the spirit by which it was intended. 
But yes, I am prompt, if nothing else. And so to be late, you can understand the distress that I was feeling and the angst that was bubbling beneath the surface when I attacked you before we started <laughs> recording today. <laughs> Well, let me give you a compliment, too. And then I have one talking point about last week's debate that I wanted to get into, which was shocking to me. But my compliment to you is you have been trained to be sitting by your phone at precisely the time I'm supposed to call you. <laughs> you are amenable to change because when we started this podcast, you would roll in whenever Breakwell decided to what? get there because you're the star of the show. And like Axl Rose, how could we open the curtain without you? But there you were. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, you know me, 20, 30, 40 minutes late, just whenever I feel like answering the call. My standard response when I would see your name on the phone was send it straight to voicemail. I just, <laughs> you actually, you are marked in my phone. Your name is don't answer. So just so you know, that's how I've been screening you out all these years. But yes, I've, I've, I've grown to appreciate abusing you on air. So I have to answer on time when you call. Because again, with your memory problems, now if I don't answer right away, you're going to forget that we have a podcast. You're going to forget who I am. It's all going to fall apart. So yes, I will answer whether you call on time or one minute late, but not two minutes late. At two minutes late, I'm gone. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, no, no. You're an important guy. Actually, the one podcast we ever jettisoned because one of us didn't show up is because I didn't show up. I got our time zones all screwed up. <laughs> yeah, being a, being a jet setter is tough, you know, circling the globe as I try to track you down in random seedy motel rooms, but you're home today, so we don't have that to worry about. Yeah. I am home alone today, so I've got all day to do this. Ah, oh, what a treat for you. Oh, let's, let's hope this takes not as long as all day. I, I, would, I cannot survive that much time with you. Let's stick to about 20 minutes, 25 tops. Well, let me just say, one of the things, and uh, I'll just put some closure on last week's episode, which was, do you put ketchup on top of the fries or next to the fries? But I always go through and read the comments because some of our listeners and watchers are far funnier than you and I are. And I'll say two things. One, I'll just repeat because I've said it before. People take these way seriouslier than we do. And number two, I am shocked at how many people put mayonnaise on French fries. What is wrong with your people, James? I don't know where that came from. I don't know if they were trolling, if they were body snatchers trying to like impersonate humans. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Saying you put mayonnaise on fries is kind of like saying you put, you know, motor oil on them or, you know, you know poison, <laughs> fertilizer, anything. I just like a random object you toss on there. Now, I've come around in recent years. I used to eat mayonnaise on nothing. I've started to eat it on sandwiches lately. But really? fries, fries are a condiment too far as far as mayonnaise goes. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure where they were coming from, but... Um, they should probably stay there wherever they are. Keep that mayonnaise away from us. Now, were you anti-mayo in general, or would you eat, like, egg salad or tuna salad or potato salad with it? I do not eat any of those things you just listed. But I do eat really? mayo on sandwiches now, yes. Because I have taste buds. Really? And, and, and those things are gross. That's, that's just Those are so Midwestern, though. Potato salad with mayonnaise is a Midwestern thing. Maybe like a Midwestern thing if you're like 55 or 60, but I don't know. I've never gone to a friend's house my own age and had them go, hey, you want some potato salad? That's not a thing. Really? That's like what your grandma brings to a potluck. I mean, and then and yeah. then nobody touches it because they all go straight for the cookies and the jello. How dare you? Your grandma brings it if she loves you. That's when she <laughs> brings it to the potluck. <laughs> 
But yes, mayonnaise on French fry. People were outraged that we didn't have that as an option. And I think, how does that even work? I would never even think about doing that. It's wrong. Yes. And speaking of wrong, and possibly a little sprinkle, a dollop, a smatter of wronger, shall we get to the debate? We're, we're going to get to it earlier in the show than we've ever gotten to it before because this topic is so big. Uh, you know, I think there have been times where we actually started debating almost right away. But yeah, l l let's go ahead and do this before we fall apart anymore. Do you have the Guam Quarter of Fate? <laughs> I do. And by the way, people are starting to reference the Guam Quarter of Fate in their feedback. Like, this has become a household word or, like, phrase in people's lives now. It's an awesome experience. I, I see the same comments he does. Just so he's clear, when we say people, he means one to two people. Like, I'm pretty sure mayonnaise, it was one to two people. Guam Quarter oh. of Fate reference, one to oh. two people. It's a very small polling sample. So if you ever take the time to comment on this podcast, we will read that and probably obsess over it all week. So just... Understand your power, dear listener. You, I can't tell if you're being serious or not because you've moved so far back away from the camera. You've turned the lights low and told people you look like Frampton. But you, you get 30 to 50 comments on every one of these podcasts slash polls that you post. So there's plenty of people. Man, I am alliterating all over the place. We're going to talk about a peck of pickled peppers at some point. There's plenty of people that comment on us. Well, I, I will take your word for it. Maybe we have a different counting system, but it's all its all relative. The point being, out of those 30 to 50 people, I'm sure all 30 to 50 people didn't say anything about mayonnaise or the Guam Quarter of Fate. But I did see the few references in there, and it warmed my heart. It's going to, It will be a household name <laughs> one of these days. I hope, I hope in between broadcasts, I hope that you keep it, um, I hope you keep it in a safe and secure location. It, it uh, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the quarter, what will the two sides of the quarter represent in the debate today? All right. If it's heads, I will do electric razor. If it is tails, I will do the blade razor. All right. Electric is heads. All right. It is up. It is down. And it is, see, we can get that in there. It is heads. We have George Washington and you have electric razors, man. The Guam Quarter of Fate loves me. It keeps dealing me such easy hands. <laughs> Electric razors make life easier. It's technology. It's, it's the difference between going out um, you know, like and trying to mow your lawn with like a big, you know, you know, machete or something and using a riding <laughs> lawnmower. Like, yes, that single metal blade works, but not as well as where technology has taken us when you put an engine or a motor in there. An electric razor allows you to do the same job faster, more efficient, with scientific precision. We've all seen the commercials. They've got ones now that pour out lather as you do it. It keeps you from cutting yourself. It, it gives you a nice, smooth, close shave without the risk of cutting yourself or bleeding. I mean, it, it is safety, it is efficiency, it is style all in one. And I think any self-respecting human being is gonna get that electric razor and use it when they need it. It just makes life easier, more sanitary, more classy. Like, what possible reason would you have not to use an electric razor? 
I don't know when the last time you used an electric razor was, James. <laughs> Judging by the look of you, it was in the mid-60s, I'm guessing, during the early days of electric razors. <laughs> These days, man, they just can't give you the same kind of shave that a regular blade razor, handheld, analog razor can give to you. If you want that nice, clean shave, if you want your wife to run the backs of her fingers up and down the nape of your neck and talk <laughs> about what a sexy animal you are, you're going to need the razor regular razor. And I tell you what, they're just cool. Like, uh, it's sort of hipstery nowadays to get a shaving kit where you have the, the thing with the brush, like a hammer and pestle, the old uh, pharmacist used to use, a little brush in a cup. And uh, you, you get that big strop. It's like strap with an O because they were too lazy to put that other line at the end of the letter. And uh, if you want to use like a regular straight razor, man, that is old school cowboy cool. And that's what I want to be. I know you don't strive to be cool and your effort certainly is reflected in your personality. <laughs> but me, man, I want to be cool. And I do things that amp up my cool ratio. The other thing is, when you have an electric razor, and this is one of my main complaints. I don't have that thick of a beard anyway. I'm Filipino. So a close shave, not a close shave isn't as relevant for me. But... The one thing that an electric razor does is it flings those little hairs all over the place and you just can't control it. Judging by the look of you, if you used an electric razor on yourself right now, the inside of your bathroom would look like like Dumb and Dumberer's car. That one that was the dog with the tongue hanging out of the front. Like You would have fur wallpaper all over your bathroom. That regular razor, whether it's a dual razor, a triple razor from Schick or Gillette, that will contain all of those little hairs. Whether you shave in the shower or in front of the bathroom mirror doesn't matter, but that lather will hang on to those hairs and make it much more sanitary. There's nothing you can say to argue with that. Well, I mean, you, you really destroyed your own argument. You said, you know, the, the bladed razors, those are what those are what hipsters use. And I think if there's yeah. one thing most people don't want to be, it's a hipster. I mean, that's a, that's a dirty word on what? most of the internet. Why would you, why would you even do that? It just, uh, it's, <laughs> it, you, you've disqualified most of the human race from wanting to use those straight razors. And as for like, when you have a beard, you can't take uh, a regular metal razor and just start going through a, you know, a beard. You've got to have some kind of an electric trimmer to cut that down. And then I guess if you want, after you've used an electric trimmer that far, then you can switch to a bladed razor. But why do it? Why not just stick with an electric razor and get it nice and close and clean? I mean, efficient. honestly, the last time you probably saw an electric razor was probably when you started shaving when you were, what, 22? I'm guessing it happened pretty late for you. <laughs> that still would have been the early 1940s. I mean, technology was different back then. Back then, it had a huge gas engine on it. You had a big pull cord like your lawnmower had to pour oil in it. You know, it took three stout men to pick it up. These days, it is light, it is handheld, it's, it's rechargeable, it is efficient. Like, you don't even, we're not even talking the same language here. I feel, I wish you had seen a, a moment of television in the last 15 years. You could see what these razors can do. And they're, they're waterproof. You can use them in the shower, even. I mean, they're self-contained barber shops, basically. They give you, you can change the settings for how close or near. Uh, and you just get more shaves out of them. It just, it's so much more efficient. Uh, so I know you're picturing something completely different in your head, but like what we, those of us in 2018 are using are really efficient, just admirable products. They, I mean, I'm surprised somebody who's used one hasn't won a Nobel Prize yet. They're truly amazing what they're capable of. Uh, and I think wow. you've, I think you've already lost. I really do. I think there's nothing else you can yeah. say on this one. 
Yes, I, I used the original razor that Phineas Fogg invented <laughs> just before he went around the world in 80 days. That was a literary reference. I thought you would get it anyway, but I thought I would flesh that one out for our list. I cannot, I don't even know what the hell you just said because I was still picturing doing one of those pulse starts. <laughs> Well, once in a while, you come up with a gem, man. That was good. <laughs> well, I will say a couple of things to close out my argument before I die. One is that rechargeable razor, if you're on the road or something and that thing loses battery, you're, you're dead in the water. There's nothing you can do. The regular handheld razor you can always count on. It's like an old friend that's trustworthy, loyal, and reliable. And I know those are words that don't enter your <laughs> framework very often, but in my world, that's an important thing. And the other thing is, lastly, let me appeal to all the women out there. That electric razor, while it might be faster, it's just not going to give you the same level of shave that a regular razor is going to give you. And I know that women take pride in having those who wear short shorts, nair kind of legs. They want that smooth feel and that glossy kind of look on the legs, and you just can't get that with electric. For men, you can get away with it. Having a little stubble is actually kind of stylish now, so not shaving quite as close might be okay. But for women and their legs, it's got to be the handheld. It's going to take a little more more time, be a little more cumbersome, and they might miss a spot, but it's going to give that leg the sheen that they look for. And that's really all you need to know. It comes down to what are most of our listeners going to vote for, and that is Steve. I think it comes down to pain. I have never once in my life hurt myself with an electric razor, but a, a, a bladed razor, you know, one of the metal ones, they... Uh, they hurt. They get the hair and they pull it rather than cutting. As they go dull, you don't know it's dull until it starts to hurt when you shave. Uh, back in high school, I went to a, to a Catholic high school. For a while, they were super strict, and you always had to be shaved. Uh, shaved. And um, if you didn't shave, they made you use one of those bladed razors, and they uh, and they didn't. They made you dry shave. That was the punishment. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It was. It was horrendous. Like, and you've got to put like lubrication all over your face, shaving cream or something, just to cut down on the pain a little bit. And it can still hurt. And if you start gushing blood, I guarantee you that came from that metal razor. It didn't come from that nice electric <laughs> razor. Um, and you know what? I think that uh, I think that the the electric razor gets plenty close on women's legs. Otherwise, they wouldn't sell it to them. They, I mean, they clearly it has a it has improved over the regular razor performance. That's why people pay a premium for it. I mean, those regular razors are a buck or two, depending on how many of the sixteen blades you get on there. You know, if you get five or six <laughs> or seven dollars, if you get too many blades on there, but why would you pay so much more for an electric razor? Because it's an upgrade in quality, and people know that. If it wasn't an upgrade in quality, it would have gone away a long time ago in favor of the cheaper razors, but it hasn't. People pay for it because they're worth it. And that's what I'm telling the listeners here. You are worth a better shave. You deserve to treat yourself. Don't listen to Steve over there with his, his brutal metal straight razors that he wants oh you to go and hurt God. yourself. Listen to me and go for comfort here. It is It is the better way to shave, and that's all there is to it. People don't pay the premium for a better shave. They pay a premium for convenience. This is the McRib versus a prime rib. One is going to take a little bit of time and energy and effort, but it pays off. The other one is because you need it in five seconds when you're driving on the road somewhere. No, the regular razor is superior, man. 
do you do you replay these arguments in your head at night? Just wonder, like, what? Did, why did I say those things? Like, how do you sleep after saying such drivel? You're just you're just lying to people. If you had any kind of conscience, you couldn't do it. And I guess without without an on air demonstration here, we're not going to be able to prove which razor is better. Uh, but I can say, as somebody who's had a beard for a very long time, I understand facial hair care. So you should trust yeah. me. I mean, over there, you just got that whether that evil devil's goatee. What is that? <laughs> Put some cream on it. Let the cat lick it off. That's how I Yeah, look he at does it. that on purpose. I mean, let's just go by facial hair alone. You're going to trust the guy with the full beard to know what he's talking about or the guy with the devil's goatee? I mean, that's all there is to it. That's my closing the argument. Guy, the guy with the full beard never shaves. How does he know about this stuff? And the only thing I'm going to be replaying tonight is trying to figure out if I had a beard as thick as yours, I might need a Briggs and Stratton engine on my razor to try to get through it all. The gasoline powered. <laughs> Facial razor is just one of the greatest things I've ever heard come out of your mouth, Breakwell. Oh, but there's so, so much better content where that comes from. So I'm going to go ahead and roll so people can vote for me and just vanquish you on this one again. So if you want to vote for All me right. and the delightful electric razor, vote for 34. If you All want right. to vote for some reason for Steve and his, his painful metal razors that are going to cut up your skin, vote for 76. And if 76? You, yes. And if you want to throw away your vote for a random number that's not funny at all, go ahead and vote for 69. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ain't funny at all. No. Oh, no. That one. Well, I can tell you where most of the votes are going right now. <laughs> They're going to go to that one or the one where I make up something about a Star Wars character at the end. And our two options are going to get like eight votes. So um, I know. One of us is going to win five to three. Yeah, this is going to be a close one. This will be our closest one ever because 99% of these votes are getting thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so James, uh, vote for James and the incorrect argument. I don't even want to sell, tell you what his topic is because it's irrelevant. 34, <laughs> if you want to vote for me and be patriotic, 1776, that was the year that America became a thing, baby. <laughs> 76 is going to get you, Steve, and then uh, 69 <laughs> is going to get you tossed right out of here. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap it, my friend. Yes. So until, <laughs> until next week. Yeah, we are the masters of the awkward silence. I like that. Until next week, where we're. Do you want to portend what our topic's going to be? Because I have a feeling we're going to record it relatively soon here. What are we going to talk about next week? Oh, you know what? We talked about it in our 10 second meeting before this, and I've already forgotten, so I'm going to have to look at our notes. I know. That's, that's but then you needed your safe space because I came right at you. It's going to be bacon versus sausage. Oh, that's right. So. Oh. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell a relative, tell your roommate. Even if you haven't lived with them since 1983, tell them about Wrong and Wronger. We need you to spread the show and subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify now, man, iTunes, uh, Podcast Attic, and uh, I guess, uh, did I say YouTube already? All of the usual channels. Until next week. <laughs> This is Steve Olivas for James the Electric Razor Breakwell saying thanks for watching and listening, everybody. And uh, did I say the electric? I meant the gas power. Dad gum it, I screwed up the whole joke. Until next week, thanks for watching and listening. Two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>